Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And what can I say? Another crazy week has come and almost gone. Wow. You know, the SHOT Show is going on this week out in Las Vegas. And, you know, 60,000 crazy people trying to get all of the information that they can. We're going to bring you a little bit of that information here in just a few moments about some new products that are out there. You know, a lot of the hunting seasons are, are starting to come to an end. Uh, waterfowl is uh, pretty much done this weekend in most places and then we get into the mid-continent conservation snow goose season which is always a lot of fun and uh, I know a lot of guys have a blast with that as the snow geese start to migrate back north but you know anytime you can deal with no limits and electronic calls things can get really crazy and they usually do because no plugs in the gun either that's another that's another nutty thing. Uh, you know, as I talk to, to people when I'm teaching, you know, and, and I hear people literally pulling the trigger as fast as they can. Uh, you know, the first shot may have been with some degree of purpose, but the next two or three or four were were uh, really just guesses because, uh, you know, you've got you've to play the, the shooting game, the, the wing shooting and the clay target game with some visual focus and and uh, and some and some defined pictures. Uh, upland bird seasons are continuing. I'll actually uh, next week's show. I'll be in Albany, Georgia, at the Georgia Quail Invitational. We're going to actually do a live remote from down there, and it's uh, it's really going to be a lot of lot of fun. But hey, welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. That's www.wingandclayradio.com. If you're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Wing and Clay Radio. On Twitter, uh, it's Wing Clay Nation. And on Instagram, just go there and type in Wing and Clay Radio, and you'll have all of the social media sites that you could possibly need. Um, <clears throat> as I say, it's been a crazy week. I, uh, I caught my normal uh, winter cold, if you will. I, I catch, this, uh, catch this crud pretty much after... After the first of the year, every year, no matter no matter what I do to protect myself, I seem to always get it. And um, all I can say is, boy, Z-Packs are great. Uh, get me a Z-Pack, and in just a couple of days, I'm back as good as new. But I've been doing, you know, while I've been sniffling and snorting earlier this week, I've been um, I've been doing some writing. I've uh, uh, got a piece coming out in. Uh, Clay Target Nation here shortly called Colors of the Rainbow, and that particular piece is all about the different clay target colors that are out there these days, and a little bit about the uh, shooting glass lens colors that you need in order to be able to see those targets, because I'm going to tell you something, if, if you can't see the targets, it really makes it awfully, awfully difficult, and, and then I'm writing a piece, too, uh, for Clay Shooting USA, which is going to going to be entitled course design more than throwing two traps on the ground. So in other words, we're going to talk about some of the course design things in that piece and, and a little bit about how to throw 
targets that people can see. You know, picking the right target color and things of that nature are, nature are really, really important. And speaking of writing, one more time, I, I do want to mention my good friend uh, Dan Schindler down at um, theparagonschool.com. He's got his new book getting ready to come out called Take Your Best Shot. Uh, this is the third edition of, uh, of that book. And uh, Dan has been teaching a long, long time. And uh, this should be a great book for, for folks to pick up. You'll be able to gather some great information out of that. All right. Before we get into our guests, and we've got two wonderful guests this evening. Uh, you know, first up here in a few minutes is going to be Elizabeth Lanier Fennell, who has such a great story. And I don't want to spoil her story uh, by, by springing it on you too early. But believe me, you you really need to to listen to to what Elizabeth has got to say, because she's got a message that's going to resonate with a lot of folks, and I really can't wait to get into that. And then after Elizabeth, my good friend Jack Homer, who owns ESP, Electronic Shooters Protection, uh, you know, that's the that's custom hearing protection that I have been wearing I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to ask Jack and see when I got my first pair of those. But uh, I think he he actually purchased that company in 1996, and it wasn't long after that that I put the first pair of ESPs in my ear. But um, we're going to be talking a lot about hearing and shooting. Uh, this is good for for you hunters and clay target shooters. Believe me, protecting your hearing is absolutely critical. Both of those folks are coming up here in just a few minutes. Let's real quick, let's get into some of the wing and clay news that's going on. Uh, as I said, the SHOT Show is going on in, in Las Vegas. Uh, the next really big outdoor show, the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Great American Outdoor Show, uh, is February 2nd through the 10th. Uh, then the NWTF convention over in Nashville, February 13 to 17. Uh, the Southeastern Wildlife Expo in Charleston, South Carolina is a great show. That's February 15 to 17. Some big clay target events coming up down here in the Southeast. I, I know about those because I live in the Southeast. Uh, the Gator Cup, uh, which I understand is already sold out, is coming up down at Quail Creek Plantation in Okeechobee, Florida. I had the, the great privilege of designing the first sporting clays course at Quail Creek. And I can tell you, they put on a wonderful show and it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, the second big shoot that I that I want to tell you about is is the uh, Seminole Cup as part of the Sea Island Sporting Classic that takes place down uh, near Sea Island, Georgia. You know, here straight down south of Savannah. Uh, that's taking place February 28th through March 4th. So those events that are coming up are really going to be good. They're a lot of fun, and I can promise you, the folks that put those on know what they're doing. Now, real quick, what's going on at SHOT Show? Well, a lot of things. With guns, there are a lot of new guns floating around out there. I, you know, I get, as being a media guy, you know, I get all sorts of, of emails talking about different things. But Frankie has, has had some, some pretty good things go on this year. The, uh, their uh, Frankie Affinity Semi-Automatic 3.5 uh, got the Shotgun of the Year honor from the American Hunter magazine. That's that's really big for them. And then the, their Instinct LX, which is an over and under shotgun, uh, really great ergonomics. They've got some upgraded features. They changed some of the styling. It's available in 12 and 20. Uh, take a look at both of those 
those particular models from Frankie. Now, what else? Well, when we start talking about waterfowl hunting, you you know you can't leave Benelli out of the picture, and and uh, they've they've got some great things going on, and you know they're promoting a little bit their uh, their custom shop, and and within that custom shop, a really good friend of mine, Rob Roberts, uh, with Rob Roberts Custom Gunworks. Rob actually does all of the uh, custom work for Benelli. So every Benelli custom shop gun comes from Rob Roberts Custom Gunworks. Now, let me let me say this, and I, and I, I want to get this out there. Uh, Rob's company had a, a, a an incident uh, some few days ago uh, when they were doing some, uh, the dip tank or, or something going on over there, the cryo tank. I'm not really sure exactly what it was, but they had a bit of a, bit of an explosion, a bit of a blow up there and, uh, uh, you know, had had some some pretty serious damage to all of that. I think they're back up and running now. As I understand it, one one of the employees was injured, and uh, we certainly want to keep him in our prayers that, that he's going to be okay. But, um, you know, those things those things do happen, unfortunately, in, in a lot of industries. And, uh, you know, Rob, you and, you and the team are in our prayers, buddy. But... Um, the Super Black Eagle III and the 12 and 20 gauge waterfowl and turkey guns. Rob has just done some remarkable things with uh, with those guns. And in addition to that, uh, they've they've got a new featherweight model. Now this doesn't come from the, the custom shop, but the Monte Feltro line that Benelli has has got a new featherweight model. And uh, you know Benelli.com will will get you that information. Let's see what else have I got here. Oh, <clears throat> this is interesting. Uh, a, a gun that I don't even really, honestly can't tell you that I know about, but I did a little bit of research, and this thing is going to be very interesting. It's a Turkish-made gun, it looks like. The Yaz Y-A-Z Maximus shotgun. Now, I saw a picture of it, saw a little video about it. Um, they've got a, uh, it's a semi-automatic uh, that's done in mossy oak camo, either shattergrass blades or mossy oak bra- um, bottomland. It comes with Jeb chokes, so they, you know, they're they've got a, a good step step up there to go to a custom choke. Now, here's a crazy thing: it's a typical automatic that'll that'll shoot five times. But when you buy the gun, it actually comes with a ten plus one shot extension tube. That will be great for these guys going up to shoot snow geese. So you can actually convert this thing really fast uh, to an 11-shot automatic, and that's that's what a lot of those guys use. So, I mean, you're not going to need that for for anything but playing around or snow goose hunting in the late season. But um, I think it's interesting that they they actually provide the gun with that. And the real kicker, and I've I've got to put my hands on one to see what they look like. The gun is less than $500. So that's going to get a lot of people's attention. And, uh, you know, we'll keep our eyes on that. And speaking of uh, Mossy Oak, you know, I mentioned that the gun comes in Mossy Oak. Mossy Oak um, is now <clears throat> the official, has a new, new pattern out. It's called Overwatch. Uh, they are the official pattern now of the National Rifle Association. And the Overwatch pattern has got a little more black in it than most of the Mossy Oak patterns do. So <clears throat> it's going to be great for heavy shadows or early morning or late, late afternoon, uh, you know, it, 
I, I can't really tell you exactly which pattern. It looks like probably more like like the old breakup than anything, but there's a lot more black in it. And I'm going to tell you, the, I've been I've been blessed to be sponsored by Martha Yoke for a long, long time. And those are great people, and I can promise you their heart is in the right place. So, all that being said, that's pretty much it for the uh, Wing and Clay News. Uh, that's pretty much it for what's going on. So, let's do this. We've got a few minutes left in segment one. Let's bring on our first guest. Our first guest is going to be Elizabeth Lanier Fennell. Now, Elizabeth is, she doesn't look like a shooting instructor. If you ever see this lady, you're going to think, this is this lady's too pretty to be a shooting instructor, and she's so polite and so nice. I guess that comes from being being a daughter of, of the of the deep south i think elizabeth's probably from from virginia but elizabeth are you on the line with us i am here i'm thrilled to be here thank you for having me listen it is an absolute pleasure and and it, and it's it's a pleasure in many ways elizabeth because you are you you're almost the epitome of the southern lady <laughs> but when a shotgun in your hand you're a demon so why don't you I'm just a, I'm real a scary quick, southern lady <laughs> yes you are now i want you to do me a favor because people don't really know the elizabeth fennel story and i i want to give you an opportunity we've got about five minutes to go till our break here so let's talk a little bit about your past so tell me a little bit about how in the world you got started even shooting it's great information Oh, you know, um, when I was a kid, I had a great uncle who had a little hand thrower, and he had a 20-gauge Franke semi-automatic, and he told me to try it, and I shot it, and it kicked so hard, and I, I told him it really hurt, and he said, oh, no, I could put that up to my nose and shoot it, and I said, yeah, and it'd break it, and so I had that first experience that a lot of women have, and then over the years... Um, shoot 22s at cans and stuff like that. But um, I was, uh, it was, I was pregnant with my third child and someone suggested shooting lessons. And so I gave someone shooting lessons as a Christmas gift. And a year later, I went with them to take them. And I ended up taking the lesson too. And I was, I, I really enjoyed it. And I took lots of lessons. And I went to Argentina and I could not hit a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was horrible, so I put the gun away for several years, and um, one year I went to the homestead and decided we decided to try to shoot skeet, and I missed the first three birds, and I had David Judah, who is an icon in the shooting world, um, standing behind me, and he said to me, do me a favor and shut your left eye, and I hit the next bird, and I hit the next bird, and I hit the next bird, and it turned out I was left eye dominant. And so anyway, that started it. I, I loved it. I just couldn't believe how much fun it was. I've done a lot of sports in my life. I've ridden horses. I've camped. I've done boating, skiing, all those things. But this one really stuck. So I decided maybe I'd invest a little more time into it, and I started taking shooting lessons. And I would pick up my three kids from school in a big suburban, and I had a video player in the back, and I, they were all in car seats, and I would drive through McDonald's and get them all happy meals, and I would pull up to the five stand at this 
Um, it was Henry Baskerville at Cavalier Sporting Clays in Virginia, and I would take an hour lesson with Henry while the Lion King played in the car and the kids ate Happy Meals, and my stress was gone, and I was ready to go home and be a mom again. But that's how I took my first lessons. And, um, and then I went to Scotland, and we shot Driven Birds one year. And when I came back, I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. The whole experience was amazing. The shooting, the dog work, the beaters, the beauty of the scenery. And I thought, wow, now this this is really wonderful, and I want to do this more. And so I came back to Virginia, and I got invited to a ring shoot, a continental ring shoot. And I shot there, and there was another lady there. And we exchanged phone numbers and decided to meet. And so we just sort of reached out to some women we knew maybe liked to shoot, and we started meeting once a month and shooting uh, clays at a gun club in Virginia. And we all worked a little harder to get a little better, and we took a few road trips, and we decided we needed a name, and the grits were formed. And from there, somewhere along the way, uh, we were spending a weekend at the homestead, and David Judas said, you know, you really need to think about being an instructor. And I said, you know, hey, if I'm going to mentor these ladies in this sport and encourage them, maybe, maybe that's a good idea. So I went and got my level one teaching certification, having no idea it would grow into what it has. All right, let's tell you what let's do. We're up on a break. We got to take a quick break. I'm going to let you take a deep breath because, as I say, your story is so interesting. And we're going to pick this up and we're going to talk about grits and we're going to talk about some of these other things and some of the trips that you've got planned coming up with some folks. Uh, and all of the things that are going on in your life. So, folks, stay tuned. More from Elizabeth Lanier Fennel on Winging Clay Nation right after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America sports channel looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping want to play the ponies join us every week for winning ponies with john Engelhart, racing's regular guy where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys trainers agents and handicappers in the world of horse racing this show is the perfect complement to the winning ponies handicapping website listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in winning ponies with john Engelhart is live thursdays at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific on the voice america sports network have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. That's Wing and Clay Radio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. Hey, Marty Fisher back here speaking with a great friend, Elizabeth Lanier Fennell. And by the way, uh, yes, you can go to wingandclayradio.com, but if you if you're listening and you've got a quick question, I've got my my Twitter up over here. If you just go to uh, twitter.com and wing a clay nation. If you've got a question while we're on the air, send it to us and we'll see if we can get an answer. But Elizabeth, wow, girl! I mean, you 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 started and just on and on and on and on. So you're off to Argentina. I bet you hit more birds when you got to Argentina because you figured out that you were cross dominant now. You know, you do a lot of teaching. I it, it's it's a known fact that the majority of women are actually cross dominant, and and I think ladies need to realize that, and that's not a kiss of death. Not at all. It it I always tell my students, you know, if if I have a new shooter and they're left eye dominant, I try to get them to shoot off their left shoulder. And they'll say, but I'm right-handed. I can't do it. And I'll say, yes, you can. You'll get used to it really fast. And when you start seeing those clays break, it's going to be really easy. Just give me 15 shots, and if you hate it, we'll do something else. And usually within those first 15 shots, it's no problem. Exactly. And, and you know, really, uh, what a lot of people don't realize, and this is men and women who have a, a dominance issue, you really need to be able to shoot if you can with both eyes open. I mean, that is, is really so critical uh, that, that you've got a full field of vision, all your peripheral and, and all of your depth perception. And, and I do the same thing with people that I find out are cross-dominant. I suggest that, that they switch, especially new shooters. And, and, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But it's all about muscle memory. So I give them, I actually give them gun mount homework to do when they leave the lesson and say, look, let's learn to use that opposite side that you're not comfortable with. Because once you do that, life is going to get a lot simpler for you. So, hey, tell me about grits. Now, grits is girls really into shooting. I just think that is fabulous. So tell me a little bit about grits, if you will. You know, grits was born from these group, this group of women that would get together and shoot at the gun club in Virginia. And, as I started, decided to become an instructor, um, I gave my business card to some friends of ours that owned a gun store, and they would hand it out when especially women came in to buy guns. Hey, you know, why don't you go try to try to get lessons with this lady here? And, um, and then we would include them on our monthly shoots at the gun club, and we got more and more women that were interested in coming, and sort of it became... A local Richmond thing, and we would go places, and and people would hear us on the course, and everybody knew what a good time we were having, and we all agreed we wouldn't keep score because we didn't really care about that. It was a social event. Um, we wanted to shoot, but we wanted to have fun, and we we didn't want the new people to feel uncomfortable because they weren't good enough. They thought, or um, we just wanted to 
remove all the barriers of intimidation and just, just have fun doing it. And about four years ago, the NRA did a video on me, and on the video, they asked me about grits, and they had filmed the grits in action, and I said, you know, I think I want this to become a national thing, because everywhere we went, somebody wanted to know how they could start a grits chapter. And so from four years ago to today, we have 12 chapters. We have two more opening this spring. We have 422 members, and we're getting ready to host our second um, grits open invitational at M&M in Pennsville, New Jersey in April. And, and that's a guys and girls shoot. Everybody's welcome. Um, it's, it's just a great recipe for success. We have two rules. You have to be a girl and you can't keep score. Well, there and there's nothing wrong with either one of those. I I tell you, I really welcome the the ladies into the shooting sports, and uh, you know, they are some of the fiercest competitors with themselves as as much as anything. I mean, once they start shooting, you know, they don't keep score, but they don't want to miss either. And and that's uh, that's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I I mean, I think that's great. Now you, you we were talking earlier today, and. And and you made comment to me that uh, that you've got a, a busy few weeks coming. I mean, you're going off to, to Oregon with uh, with a group of ladies, and you're back down to Argentina. Tell me about that real quick. So I'm trying to figure out. I think this is the ninth year. Um, I met Mindy McNabb that owns Highland Hills Ranch in Oregon at the Southern Side by Side, and we just became fast friends. And she told her husband one night, she said, you know, I'm going to have an all-women shootout here. And he said, no, 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 we're not going to, you know, use the whole lodge just for women. We'll never fill it up. And Mindy said, oh, we're going to do it, and we're going to have a great time doing it. And so the first year we had seven. The next year we had 11. The next year we had 14. Then we had 22. Um, This year we have 18 women going. We decided to cut it off at 18 because um, if we have more, we have to separate the tables. And... (laughs) You've never yeah. heard the, quite the conversations that you have around one huge table with 18 women. But we go out there and we shoot four species of game birds, um, chucker huns, valley quail, and pheasant. And we start the first afternoon with some instruction and safety from me. And due to Clay's course, they have five stations, and then they have a, like a flurry-type thing that they throw. And then we have dinner, and the next day we have a morning hunt and an afternoon hunt. So we hunt for two full days. And then everybody goes home the fourth morning, and it's a wonderful trip. And the fellowship of these women, and and the noise from the hills—you can probably hear us on the east coast from from Oregon, um, having fun. And then I'm home for 24 hours, and we are taking six couples to Cordoba, Argentina, to dove hunt for three days. Well, if uh, if you're doing all of the shooting while you're there, you're going to have a uh, a busy shoulder because uh, uh, both of those locations are just absolutely fabulous for wing shooting and you know and the beauty of all of it is um, uh, the camaraderie that comes with trips like that is uh, is really second to none it's it's amazing what you find out about people when you're hunting and shooting with them it it really is it's it's the most wonderful experience and i'll I'll tell you since this group thing evolved 10 or 11 years ago the women that I have met through this serendipitous journey that I've been on are the most wonderful friends. We come from all walks of life, but every one of them, certainly in Virginia, are my close friends. Uh, the relationships and the bonds that are formed 
with these women who would have never otherwise crossed paths. It's just amazing. And bird shooting, we all love to bird shoot, and we love to shoot clays. A lot of noise out there. Yes, ma'am, absolutely. You know, and and, and speaking about about shooting clays and doing it in a, in a serious way, you um, not too long ago, uh, were married to got married to a, a friend of mine, Will Fennell, and I've known Will for many, many years. Now, you know, you're talking, we don't keep score, it's all for fun. You married a guy <laughs> that it's everything but fun almost. I mean, I think he enjoys it, but he is one serious dude. So how's that working out for you? It is, it is so amazing to for me to watch him compete because he can be so social but the minute he steps into that box, there's not another person around. And um, I, it's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. I went and watched him compete at lots and lots of shoots. And um, almost a year ago, I decided to, to jump in the mix a couple of times. I thought, you know, I, I don't really, I'm not a competitor. I don't have the time to practice. Um, I've never really tried to do it. But I just thought it looked like fun to just join him in the shooting. And um, I jumped in, you know, at the Nationals or at the Southeast Regional, really stupid places to probably try to start shooting <laughs> competition. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just not a competitor. I don't enjoy it as much, but I love to watch him compete. And our marriage and thus the merger of our businesses and our teaching styles has afforded us a chance to offer anything to anybody who comes around. Mm-hmm. Um, we well, teach everybody. Got, you, <clears throat> he can he can attend all the people who want to be super competitive, and and I do a lot of wing shooting, coaching, and kids and women. But we both do both. We both cross both spectrums. And so well, I closed my Virginia business in June of this year, and we are full force at Fennel Shooting School in South Carolina. Well, how 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 would somebody get in touch with you to to take a lesson at at Fennel Shooting School? We have a website. FennelShootingSchool.com, and it's you know it's like all websites. Up at the top, it's got tabs, and you can choose a lesson with Elizabeth or a lesson with Will, and um, it prompts you from there. And we have a pretty nifty booking system, so you pick what you want—an hour, two hour, three hour lesson—and once you've clicked that, dates come up that we're available, and you just. You can schedule it without us having to be interactive. Certainly, we're there to answer questions and help, and people are welcome to call any time, but you can just go online and book the lessons. Well, before I let you go <clears throat> and, and bring our next guest on, who's, who's a friend of yours, too, Jack Homer. I know you know yes. Jack with ESP. I think, I think that's what you put in your ears, as it is me. So, I do. Um, if, if you had one tip that you could give a lift on, this, this would be a, a, a lady or or a child or, or a, a man who has a wife or a, a young daughter who might have an interest in shooting, what would that tip be? How would, how would you suggest that they get started? I think a really good quality lesson is really important. I, there are so many well-intended people who really don't know how to coach someone into holding the gun correctly, what the right gauge might be, head on the gun, the, the appropriate shell, how to stand, and to remove the fear factor of it. And I, I just think that um, we all want to teach our children and husbands want to teach their wives and boyfriends want to teach their girlfriends, but, you know, pick your battles. It's much better probably to, to invest in a good shooting lesson to get them started. Well, and, and I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many lessons I've given to 
ladies and, and, and kids that had a bad first experience because the, the first thing that somebody did was hand them a big gun that didn't fit, that was too heavy, and they put a big gigantic shell in it. And and, and like you said, even with that 20-gauge when you shot the first time, it was a little overwhelming and a little bit fearful. And, you know, introducing folks the right way really helps ensure that that they're going to like it and continue to do it. And, and Elizabeth, I, I can honestly not thank you enough for being a part of the show tonight. It's uh, You've been absolutely delightful. And folks, fennelshootingschool.com, uh, that will get you in touch with Elizabeth. And um, uh, she can talk to you about uh, grits and uh, shooting lessons and all sorts of things and hunting trips and, and things of that nature. Elizabeth, thank you so very much. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. All right, great. All right, Jack Homer, are you on the line somewhere? I think I am. All right, (laughs) folks, let me introduce you to my great friend. We've got a couple of minutes, Jack, and then we're going to um, then we're going to bang away and uh, and and talk a little bit about about ESP. But uh, Jack is a is a guy I've known for many many years. Uh, You know, strange enough, Jack, you, you. you weren't really much of a shooter, and you wound up in the shooting business. Talk to me for a couple of minutes about that. Well, yeah, I wasn't a shooter. Um, I grew up in uh, suburbia in Ohio and never had anybody in the family that was into shooting, hunting, or any of that kind of stuff. And so I never got involved with it. And I ended up spending about 23 years in the telephone industry. And in the early 90s, there was a lot of consolidation and changes in the industry. And I got tired of getting laid off because... I somehow always became part of the acquired company. Well, you're always the guy. <laughs> yep. What, what, what the heck's up with that? I mean, yep. you can't always be the guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so I went looking around for something else to do with uh, the, the next uh, chapter in my life and started working with a, a business broker in the, in the Denver area looking for businesses to purchase and uh, literally stumbled across ESP. Uh, ESP was founded by an uh, audiologist here in Denver. And uh, it was actually for something they wanted to do for themselves. And then other people started asking for the product, and they turned it into a company. And uh, But then decided it was getting in the way of their audiology practice and decided to sell it. So uh, January 3rd of 96, I became the proud owner of what's now ESP. Well, and I'm going to tell you, we're going to, we're going to talk here in a, in a few minutes after uh, – after this break, and, and I, you know, we've, we've actually got another minute or so. So let me, let, you know, I, I wrote down a few questions. And so, so tell us, what exactly, what exactly is a custom earplug? What, what is that? I mean, people know foam. They know headsets. They, they know all of those types of things. Specifically, well, a, what a, is cust- a, a custom earplug in general, in the generic sense, is something that is shaped and molded to specifically to your ear. Uh, and that can be as, as simple as the instant plugs you can get at the shooting events to a lab-built silicone earplug that's uh, done through an audiologist. Uh, but it's just custom-made for your ear. And we've ESP has taken it a step farther, and by using that custom fit, that's what provides the hearing protection, but by sticking an amplifier inside, we can let you hear through the earplug. So you can hear everything that's going on around you, and then that amplifier has protection so it doesn't over-amplify the gunshot. So well, it, I, yeah, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, my, my, the, the, and that, that 
all of that evolved over time because I, I remember the first plugs that I got, I guess they were analog and boy, you could hear everything. I mean, you could, <laughs> I, you heard things that I don't know that you wanted to hear. I mean, they were very effective, but they really, you know, increased the sound level of everything around you. And that's just not the case anymore. Right. Well, what that was, was, it was a assumption that if people were shooting guns, they must be uh, hearing impaired, and so they needed some some help with that. Well, we found out through trial and error a little bit and talking to customers that, no, we want to hear as naturally as possible, and so we made design changes to fit that. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, I, I absolutely love my love my product, and I, I, we're going to talk about some of the different models here in a little bit, plus I've got a few more questions for you. Uh, sit tight, Jack. Folks, we'll be right back with more Wing and Clay Nation right after these messages. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And I'll tell you, we have had a great show so far. Uh, man, really thanks to Elizabeth Lanier Fennell for all of that great information about ladies and shooting and and her, her GRITS organization. Uh, boy, uh, she is really on top of things. And now, my buddy Jack Holman. Jack, we were talking a little bit, talked about how you acquired the company and all of those types of things. And um, 
tell a little bit about the difference in the type of plugs uh, that are out there. Their hearing protection is out there, but I, you know, you know me. I'm a waterfowl guy a lot. I mean, yep. I go, I, I, I make a living in duck blinds and goose pits and 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 all of that stuff. Um, tell me a little bit. You know, talk to me about hearing and shooting in a duck blind or a goose pit. I mean, that is totally different than being on a clay course. Well, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, we're still talking guns and loud noises. Um, the, the major difference is on, on the clay's course, people are spread out. They're shooting one at a time, and they're separated. So it's a little bit safer from a sound standpoint. You get into the goose pit, duck blinds, things like that, uh, sometimes you could be shoulder to shoulder with three or four guns or more. And people are swinging guns back and forth, and uh, the sound is going everywhere. Uh, the sound is coming out from the muzzle end of the gun. And where that muzzle is, it comes out straight out the front, and it comes out the side. And then if you have people with ported barrels, you've got sound coming out from those ports also. So having adequate hearing protection in those environments is very important. Um, I frequently get calls on typically Tuesdays and Wednesdays uh, during the season. Um, I was in the duck blind this weekend, and that guy swung that barrel over my head. My ears are still ringing. I think I better do something. Uh, yeah. Should have done it a little sooner. <laughs> well, you're absolutely right. I mean, when I was a kid, there was no ESP, of course. And, you know, heck, I used everything. My dad was a smoker. I mean, I, I put Winston cigarette butts in my ears sometimes. <laughs> you know, I was, you know, a year or so ago, and you saw this. We put it on the on, up on Facebook. I was, I was hunting with some guys uh, down in Texas that I've got my ESPs in, and, and you know, I had a uh, some a TV camera and I happened to be looking at it and, and the guy next to me has got cotton stuffed in his ears. Now, like you said, well, at least he had something, you know, so we were, yeah. but he cotton, didn't have ESP. Cotton isn't the greatest protector. No, <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's better than nothing, but not much better. Right. That's for sure. You know, because of the sound of a shotgun, I want to say it's about 140 decibels. Uh, and 140 I, to 160. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's getting into pretty dangerous territory. Oh yeah. I mean, anything really over, 110 uh, is getting to be really dangerous. Uh, OSHA standards says that you can be in uh, a 90, de 90 decibel environment for only two hours a day with no protection. Mm -hmm. So you start getting, when you hit 95, they say protection all the time. Now, the fallacy well, is people are saying, well, I'm only going to take one or two shots. Uh, that's more uh, That's more the deer hunter type person. Or the other one that I just got back from doing the Safari Club convention and Dallas Safari Club. And the, the common refrain with those guys is, well, I've got my hearing protection and I'll put it in when I get ready to shoot. Well, buck fever yeah. hits. And <laughs> that's the last thing you think about is your earplugs until well, after I, the shot went off. <laughs> or, or try this one on for size. I mentioned mid-continent snow goose season. They're going to have a dozen guys in a shooting line, every one of them with five to ten shots in their shotgun. Yep. And they will shoot every shell when a flock comes in. So just, just factor that in and do that multiplied times eight or ten times over a course of an hour or so. Uh, right. That can't be good. Well, and the other thing is you have to remember, it's not just your gunshots. 
that you're listening to. It's all of those other guys' gunshots. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's not your. It's not really yours. It's the guy next to you that's that's more of a problem. Yep. Uh, without question. Um, now, you, a lot of people have hearing loss. I, I have some. I have some hearing loss that that occurred long before, uh, you know, I ever met you and ESP. Uh, is there anything people can do to deal with that other other than make sure they're protected? You know, now. Well, hearing loss comes in a couple of different f- flavors. I mean, there's there's medically induced uh, from trauma, things like that. There's genetics come into play in hearing loss. But in the shooting environment, uh, hearing loss is typically a cumulative effect. It's going to keep building up over years and years of shooting. Uh, it can be as simple that that guy swinging the barrel over your head next to your left ear and that left ear can be totally destroyed with one shot. So having protection all the time, um, I get asked all the time, what's the best protection? Well, the best protection is avoidance. Stay away from loud sounds. Sure. As hunters and shooters, we're not going to do that. And so whatever you use the most consistent use all the time is going to be the best thing, you know, to do. I mean, even if it's, Putting foam plugs in and doing it properly um, is going to be better than not wearing, you know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, we see it many times in the clay, clay sports. They wear their eyes and ears religiously. As soon as they put on their hunting boots, they forget both of them. Well, and that's yeah, not going to help you. <laughs> no, and, and, you know, and, and here's here's a, a, a crazy thing. And this is this is something people need to understand. You know, custom hearing protection, it's, it's not... It's not an inexpensive product. I mean, it's not like going down to the Bass Pro and buying you a dollar little package of of those foam plugs. I mean, this is something that that's going to be with you for a long, long time. And as you said, it only takes one shot, and then you've got a real problem. Right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, we're 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 based on hearing and technology, so the quality of the components is extremely high. Um, you know. We're a lot less, ex- more, lot less expensive than hearing aids because they get to call it medical and we don't. But it's, it's the same basic uh, process built by hearing aid people. You, know, it's, you can wear it all day long. Uh, it's comfortable. And so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, quality does cost money. Well, it does, but, but so does, so does hearing, hearing loss. I oh, mean, yes. <laughs> that, I mean, when you that start costs talking, a lot more money. And, and, and yeah. you're right. I mean, my brother, my brother was a crane operator forever. All right. He can't hear anything. He's, he's got uh, some, some hearing aids that I, I don't even know how many thousand dollars those things cost, you know, seven, eight thousand, whatever it is. And, and to be honest with you, he still can't hear. Right. So uh, you, you've got to really protect yourself. And, and for me, I, I always look at it as, as an investment in, in the future of, of your hunting and shooting, because if you don't have the proper protection at some point, no matter what, you're going to start having hearing loss. Oh, yes, yes. And you are going to have the hearing loss. And once you get into hearing aids, you're talking, uh, I think the average price that they quote nowadays is something like in the $5,000 range for a pair is the average and you're talking new hearing aids every three to five years. Mm-hmm. So uh, that gets to be a lifelong expense. Uh, the, other, the other thing about hearing loss that you have to be aware of is studies are coming out now that untreated hearing loss, in other words, not getting your hearing aids, 
uh, can lead to cognitive to decline, uh, meaning you're going to get to dementia earlier uh, because if you don't treat your hear, you know your hearing, so why not protect it now and save yourself from that? Well, <clears throat> absolutely, and I and I know that you know the hearing loss that I had, and it you know that was my fault. Um, but I, you know, it, I haven't had any experience of anything more, and um, and I, I think I. <laughs> As much as I hate to say it, I probably, uh, at least on my side of the family, have have the have the best ears of the bunch. Uh, my mom was a special agent for United States Customs, and she spent a lot of time, you know, shooting. And uh, she actually had a, an incident where, uh, yeah, without protection, uh, one day I actually in the field, uh, they they fired some shots and. And she had one a little bit too close, and it really affected her hearing. And as I say, my brother was a, a crane operator, and you know his was just progressive over time. But but hunters and you know if you go to a, a, a clay course, they're going to make you put on eye protection and hearing protection. Period. Yep. But you know, as soon as you like you say, as soon as you walk away from a clay course and go out in a dove field or a duck blind or something like that, you forget about that, and that's crazy. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I just really and truly don't understand the, the mindset on that. And, and I hate to say it, and I'm probably scolding some people here that are listening uh, that don't wear hearing protection and they don't wear eye protection either. You know, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have my good buddy Wayne Morgan from Morgan Optical who, who does all of my shooting glasses. And um, I'm going to tell you something. That has made a huge difference. I, uh, uh, I actually was in a dove field uh, earlier this year and uh, – my lenses got hit with a couple of pellets, and I can just imagine what would have happened, you know, had I not had those on. And it's the same thing with with my hearing. You know, I'm standing next to guys in a duck blind. The guy swings over my head. What would I hear, you know, later in the day if I hadn't had my ESPs in? A lot right. of whistling, I can promise you. Well, there's another thing that comes into play. It's called temporary threshold shift. When you fire that first shot of the day, Mother Nature, your body's trying to shut down your ears. So your hearing actually temporarily, hopefully temporarily, gets worse as you start shooting. Uh, On a good day, it'll come back in in six to twelve hours. Uh, Uh But so soon as soon as you start shooting, you're you're hurting yourself. Well, you know, Jack, we had um, uh, and 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 we're really not set up to do this. I had a had a uh, a caller that actually. Uh, uh, Chuck from Alabama, and, and Chuck, I'm so sorry that, that we're not getting you on the line. Uh, but if you'll do me a favor and uh, and send me an email with your question at wingandclayradio at gmail.com, that's my email address, send me that. I'll get with Jack, and we'll get that question answered for you uh, on the next show. I'll make, I'll make sure that uh, that we do that. But, Jack, we're, um, we're, we're running up on the clock here, buddy. So tell me a little bit. How... How can somebody get with you to to talk shop a little bit about their hearing and, and, and some protection for those ears? Okay, they can always go to our website, which is ESPAmerica.com, and there's uh, contact uh, information on there. You can do it through uh, email. You can give me a call anytime, and uh, we can discuss your issues. If you are looking to get into ESPs, uh, we've got dealers all around the country. Uh, if we don't have a dealer convenient, any audiologist or hearing aid place can do impressions of your ears. 
and just send those on in, and we can get you built up. And uh, you mentioned a couple of cup, the big shoots coming up down south, uh, Gator Cup and Seminole Cup. And uh, one of our greatest dealers, uh, somebody you know well, mm-hmm. uh, BMS Firearms and Granny Sherman will be yep. at both of those events uh, fitting ESPs. So, folks, if you're not even shooting and you live in those areas and you've got some interest in ESPs, you know, it doesn't cost anything to go to the shoots and look around. And, and they've got some great vendors at all of those shoots almost all of the time. And, and Granny Sherman is certainly one of those. And I, I can't tell you how many sets of ESPs she's put in ears, but it's a significant number. I can tell you that. It's a very big number. Yes. <laughs> and, and and Jack loves it. Hey, Jack, uh, we're, we're up on the clock, buddy. Thank you so very, very much for, uh, for taking the time with us here uh, today. I mean... Some great information that hunters and clay shooters can use. And, folks, I'm going to tell you something. I've got ESPs in my ear that I do not, let me repeat, do not pick up a firearm without those ESPs in my ears and turned on. So do yourself a favor. Look into that. Uh, ES, what's that website again, Jack, real quick? ESPamerica.com. All right. Folks, that just about wraps it up for this week's Wing and Clay Nation. Remember, you can check us out at wingandclayradio.com. Do that, all the information you need. We'll see you next time with another great show. Elizabeth, Jack, thank you so much. Good night, folks. We'll see you next time. Be safe and have fun. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.